632 on this Tuesday and right now the search continues for a missing Winter Springs mother. Her family made a report with police telling them she was last seen with her estranged husband. West Shoes Tony Atkins joins us live now from the Orange County Jail and Tony her estranged husband faces criminal charges in a completely separate case. That's right, Marin. He's in jail this morning. He's charged with four counts of attempted homicide after police say he shot at a woman and her family. Now, police charged this man, Corey Hill, with those foot firing those shots just after 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. He was also charged with burglary. He faced a judge yesterday morning for all of those charges. Now, I want you to take a look at this picture. This is Hill's estranged wife, 37-year-old Shakira Rucker. She's been missing since Saturday. Her family says she last told them she was going to get food, but she hadn't been heard from since. Her family, as you can imagine, are worried, and they're hoping she gets home soon. We're praying and we're believing. We're just asking everybody that, that gets this information to pray with us. And if you know anything, if you see anything, if you heard anything, please let us know. Now, Hill remains in jail on those charges for the shooting. However, for the missing persons case, he's not uh, at this point charged with that. Uh, deputies say at this point the two are separate, but we'll have to see how the story develops as we learn more about the case, both cases. For now, reporting live this morning, Tony Atkins, West 2 News. All right, Tony, and now to Volusia County, where a woman is behind bars after Daytona Beach police say she left her baby behind at the beach. Shamika Mitchell is charged with child neglect and aggravated child abuse after her one-year-old was found unresponsive. Officers were called on Wednesday, and according to court documents, Mitchell said she met up with the toddler's dad and handed him the baby. But Mitchell's son says the baby's father lives in Detroit, so he was skeptical and called police. Right now, we're waiting on Daytona Beach Police to update us on how the baby is doing. In Orange County, Orlando Police need your help finding a driver involved in a hit-and-run crash that killed a five-year-old little girl and also injured a woman. Now let's bring in Christina Watkins this morning. And Christina, as anyone can imagine, the family here is just desperate for answers. They really are. This is Ayanna McCoy. Her mother today is asking for any help finding the driver who did this to her five-year-old baby girl. Ayanna was in the car with four people, including two other kids. Investigators say a driver ran into them Saturday night on Orange Blossom Trail near Lee and ACE roads. There are now tire markings there at the scene leading up to a stop sign that has now bent and tilted over. We also saw metal pieces stuck in a tree. Iona's mom says her daughter was in kindergarten at Orange Center Elementary School. The principal sent a message to all the families letting them know grief counselors are available for anyone who needs to talk about how they're feeling. A wide range of emotions can be felt during the grief process and we encourage you to openly discuss your child's reaction to this news. Please keep our students and staff in your thoughts at this difficult time. Ayanna died at the hospital. A woman in the car was seriously hurt and continues to recover this morning. Police did not say if they know what kind of car caused this deadly crash or who is responsible for the hit and run. But if you know anything, you're asked to call OPD or Crimeline anonymously. Guys, back to you. Christine and Orlando residents are waking back up in their homes this morning after they were forced to evacuate due to a gas leak. And it was on East Jefferson Street at Bumby Avenue, which is where this morning we find West 2's Bob Hazen. And Bob, we know crews have been trying to figure out the source of that leak. 
And this morning, just a faint hint of the natural gas smell in the air, not overwhelming. But right now, they still can't find exactly where that leak is. They think it might be underneath Bumby out here. So that's the real question this morning. But they've really been focusing, at least the natural gas company has been on this corner here at Bumby and East Jefferson, where they dug it up last night. But again, still no word on exactly where the leak is. This caused a lot of problems for this busy part of the Milk District. Bumby at East Jefferson, the Orlando Fire Department said its hazmat team out here yesterday to help stop the natural gas leak after it was found. And for a while, they even evacuated the homes and businesses in this area, then went around checking out the gas levels inside the buildings around here. And they say all of those came back normal. So people were allowed to go back into their homes and into businesses. The Milk House restaurant here even opened back up. But after digging up the pipes, the gas company still couldn't find the leak and they called it quits for the night. They are expected to come back out here at some point today. We are hearing they might have to go under Bumby in some fashion to try to find that leak, but we don't know if that means they'll have to dig up the whole road or use some other method to look under there before they take that route. But again, that's something we should find out later today when those crews get back out here. Reporting live in the Milk District, Bob Hazen, West 2 News. We have an update on the animals rescued in Marion County after their owner was found guilty of animal cruelty. All animals confiscated in the case. Five horses and eight goats have new permanent homes. Marion County officials say the animals can now peacefully live out the rest of their lives with love and affection. 61-year-old Terrence Crowder was convicted of animal cruelty last week. Prosecutors say that he intentionally deprived the animals of food, water, shelter, and also medical care. He was first arrested last year when deputies found three animals in poor health. Investigators eventually seized 13 animals from the property. This morning, we're getting a look at body camera video showing when Orange County deputies were called to remove an alligator from someone's bathtub back in September. Yeah, I really don't want to get bit by a gator, not today at least. Not any day. Okay, we first reported this one. A 25-year-old woman was cited months back after Florida Fish and Wildlife officials say she was caught keeping an alligator in a bathtub at the Grove Resort and Water Park. This is a place where tourists were staying with their families. FWC officials said the woman told them she was just borrowing that reptile from a place called Croc Encounters in Tampa, where she used to work. FWC cited her with unlawful possession of an alligator and that little baby gator was returned safely to the park. And wildlife officials are trying to make sure things stay safe for people and the bears where we all coexist in Seminole County. Sheldon Dutez joins us now and Sheldon officials are now calling that area Seminole County bear country. Not surprising. I feel like we're always hearing stories from our colleagues and other people who live in these neighborhoods about bear sightings. Uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife held a meeting yesterday to help people learn more about living with these animals. They gave people background on bears and their habits and what we can all do to avoid attracting them because yeah, they've popped up in the downtown Orlando area as well. Well, uh, an FWC contractor explained 61% of these incidents where people came face to face with bears involved dogs. That's why officials do not recommend taking your dog out for a walk at dawn, dusk or after dark. Uh, good luck walking them in the middle of the day. Uh, some people who came to that discussion told us that they were happy to learn that they were already doing some things right. I do not put my trash out until the morning of trash pickup, but I do have neighbors that put it out the night before, and it's often dumped in by the next morning. We've seen some of that in our neighborhoods as well, and even if you haven't seen bears in your area, anything that can attract dogs, 
cats or raccoons can attract a bear. I've been putting a cinder block on top of my garbage bin, guys. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's gonna work. I might have to get those uh, bear seals, so something yeah. to consider. Yeah, yeah, the bear-proof trash can, for sure, yeah. absolutely. It, it really does make a difference. So